Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. We'll begin with Duff Conacher, the main founder of Democracy Watch, adjunct University of Ottawa law and political science professor, and co-author of Canada's First, and author of more Canada, Canada's First. Duff, thank you very much for taking the time. I just want to read a couple of lines from Demo- about Democracy Watch. Sure. It's the most effective and successful national citizen advocacy group in Canada at winning systematic changes to key laws since it opened its doors in the fall of 1993. It has won more than 160 changes to federal and provincial good government and corporate responsibility laws, many of which are world-leading. Where does this situation fit in with all of the other issues and challenges you've taken on? Well, it highlights um, several aspects of um, problems with law enforcement in Canada, and obviously that's very important, and the, the big problems are political interference in law enforcement in terms of appointments across the country other than in Ontario uh, the ruling party chooses judges and can really appoint whomever they want including at the federal level right up to the Supreme Court and um, as well uh, other than at the federal level and in three provinces the Attorney General who's a politician in the ruling party cabinet is the one that controls prosecutions and can stop them or end them or not start them based on politics and uh, if someone blows the whistle on that then it comes out but the people who are down below an attorney general aren't fully protected from being retaliated against because whistleblower protection doesn't exist across the country in in an effective way and so our political our, our legal system our law enforcement system especially for laws that apply to governments and big businesses is very vulnerable to political interference by the ruling party cabinet in any province and at the federal level Mr. Trudeau claims he was unaware of the phone call that we've all heard between Jody Wilson-Raybould and Michael Wernick. He wasn't aware any sooner than any of the rest of us. Are you buying that? Uh, Well, it's hard to believe that Michael Wernick wouldn't report back to him, given that he actually said in the call, I'm seeing him soon, he's around for another day, and I'll tell him what you said. So um, Michael Wernick contacts the Attorney General, I mean, it's possible, but Michael Wernick's saying, I just talked to him a few hours ago. He very much wants to make this happen. He's going to find a way to get it done, to have the prosecution stopped against SNC-Lavalin. And she tells him, I'm, I'm not doing it. And he doesn't tell Trudeau that? That's really hard to believe, especially since following that call, there's a meeting between her chief of staff and Jerry Butts and Katie Telford, the top uh, staff in the Prime Minister's office. And that comes after this call. And they're pressuring her as well, saying there has to be a way to, to a solution that uh, involves stopping this. And the Prime Minister is not told by anybody that this is going on. 
after he's talked to Michael Wernick? I mean, it's possible. The, the, there's this concept of plausible deniability where politicians say to their staff, and in this case, Michael Wernick is the prime minister's deputy minister, all of them serve at the pleasure of the prime minister. And he says, go and get it done. And don't tell me about it so I can, have plaus- I can deny that I know. And it's plausible deniability. Uh, this, we saw this in the Mike Duffy case with Nigel Wright, uh, the chief of staff for Prime Minister Harper, who said, I did it all on my own. I'd never talked to the prime minister about it. So the prime minister is, is shielded. But we also have this concept in Canada called ministerial responsibility, where you're responsible for the actions of your staff, and they can't go off and do these kinds of things without checking with you. So That's why you're the prime minister. I'm sorry? That's why you're the prime minister. Exactly. You're the one who holds the power. They can't call people and tell them what to do unless you say they can. And if you don't have that system, then you're essentially giving to these unelected staff in any cabinet minister's office or the prime minister's office the power of the cabinet minister and the prime minister without any of the accountability. So that's why we have this concept that ministers and the prime minister are responsible for the actions of their staff. Uh, We're seeing this with Doug Ford in Ontario as well and his staffer intervening in the uh, appointment of the the OPP commissioner, uh, trying to get Doug Ford's uh, friend, Ron Tavner, appointed. And Doug Ford is saying, I didn't do anything wrong, and and Dean French, my chief of staff, never told me anything uh, that was going on or anything that he was doing. There was a famous American president who said... You're not off the hook if you don't know about this stuff. Remember the famous American president who said the buck stops... Here, there was also um, Gerald Butts telling the Justice Committee that the government was unaware Jody Wilson-Raybould felt political interference was taking place until after she was removed from the Attorney General's position. As I listen to that phone call, and as I read through the dozens of pages of, of written information submitted by the former Attorney General yesterday... I'm having real trouble with that one, too. There is an open question that has to be asked directly to Michael Wernick. Um, after this call, who did you report the uh, call back to and what Jody Wilson-Raybould said? And that question has to be answered. And um, it would just be bizarre for him to say, I didn't tell anybody. I know, I know. Because you can't imagine that. It, he was calling... Unless he's lying totally, he was calling the minister on behalf of the prime minister to find out what the minister's position was. And to try to persuade the minister. Exactly. Well, yes. and To change her position. That's right. And some are going too far, I think. Some are saying, uh, commentators are saying, he threatened her. I don't think he threatened her. Um, he said the prime minister really wants to get this done, and uh, it's not a good situation when the prime minister and his attorney general are at odds with each other. Um, she may have perceived that to say that the Prime Minister is going to do something to you, but he didn't threaten her, but he did pressure her, right? He said, the Prime Minister wants this done. Repeatedly. And that is illegal. Um, Lots of news reports are saying, the opposition is saying the the call shows there was inappropriate pressure put on uh, uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould, and the Prime Minister's line is, uh, there was no inappropriate pressure put on. The word appropriate and inappropriate, they, d- they don't come into this equation. No pressure is allowed. 
There is no such thing as appropriate pressure. Zero pressure is allowed. People should really understand that. That's the line. You can provide information to the Attorney General and say, well, according to our best experts and all the evidence we have, if this prosecution goes ahead and SNC-Lavalin is convicted, then they may, there may be a loss of jobs at that company. That's information. But that's, that's all you can do under the constitutional principle of Attorney General independence is say these are the implications for the company being prosecuted. You can't talk about political implications, and you cannot put any pressure at all. There's no such thing as appropriate pressure. So there was pressure, clearly, even if it didn't amount to a threat. If it's accepted that an attorney general may interfere with the independence and the discretion of the prosecutorial arm of the justice system, you've now violated the most basic fundamentals of the justice system. Yes, very much so. And you mean, it means that prosecutions and the enforcement of the law is based on the ruling party whim and the whim of the prime minister as opposed to the evidence and the, and the law and the facts in any situation. And that's very, very dangerous for everybody. There, uh, do you take exception to the call being recorded? There are people who are saying that allowed Jody Wilson-Raybould to control and direct the conversation. Um, yes, it did, but it didn't mean that she uh, put words in his mouth, right? He, he said what he said, yes. and it was in response to what she said. So um, it, it, it certainly it wasn't entrapment or anything. Like, she didn't say, don't you agree that, da-da-da-da-da, uh, are we in agreement that, you know, trying to sort of get him to say yes to things? She just said, this is political interference, and uh, it's not allowed. It's been going on for a while. I'm trying to protect the prime minister. And in response to saying that, he said, well, the prime minister really wants this. I talked to him a few hours ago. He's going to get away, uh, some, find some way to get it done. And uh, he's not saying he wants to do anything improper because you can intervene in the case and stop the prosecution under the power that uh, the attorney general has under the, the uh, law. And she said, when he said that, he said, yes, but I've made my decision that it would not be proper for me to do that. So she made it very clear that she thought it was improper for her to step in uh, given the decision by the director of public prosecutions to prosecute SNC-Lavalin. And uh, he continues to say the prime minister really wants this and wants to find some way to get it done. There was also so something else. She didn't else. prompt any of that, right? She just stated, yeah. this is my position, it's always been my position, and, and it's inappropriate uh, to, to be pressuring me. She also testified that Katie Telford, the chief of staff of the PMO, told Jody Wilson-Raybould's executive assistant in a meeting at uh, which Gerald Butts was present that the PMO would get certain people in media to write supportive op-ed pieces if the former attorney general were to play ball and interfere with the independent prosecutor's office. Yes, and some people have... I keep uh, going back to that. Yeah, some people in the media have jumped on that and said, oh, that's, that's chilling. Um, I don't think it's that chilling. Uh... The, the government does line up people and talk to people 
Uh, but isn't this circumstance, doesn't this circumstance, the, the, the reality of this case, doesn't that, the reality make that particular statement problematic? Well, it's just, I think some in the media have taken it to mean uh, people will write op-eds for us that the, the newspapers will publish. And I don't think that's what it meant. If it does mean that, it's very serious because it means that... That's Trump, how I interpreted it. Well, I don't... I, I, think, I take it more as they have a bunch of people lined up who will write an op-ed and submit it to newspapers, and because they're prominent people, the pro- newspapers will probably publish it. Uh, yes, if it was saying, we've got all the new- a bunch of newspapers on our side, and when we call them and say, uh, we got this person lined up to do an op-ed on this issue, and you're going to publish it, and the newspaper editor says, yes, of course, Prime Minister, thank you for calling and letting me know and arranging this. That's very serious. <laughs> But no, no, I, I understand. I, I get your distinction here. Yeah, I, I think, hadn't thought I of it in those terms. I think all they were saying is, and the government does this with, with lots of issues, right. is they have party supporters, and those party supporters, some of them are prominent people, and they have a stake in an issue, and those people know if the government's going to introduce something, that filing an op-ed, that, you know, they'll get calls. Okay. Uh, they're, Duff, they're a stakeholder, and the government will arrange support to be expressed. I have, to, I have to stop you because, you know, the clock. But I thank you so much for the time. Always great talking to you. My pleasure, Roy. Thank Take you care. Duff Conacher, democracywatch.ca. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.